make your day richer than it was before. Got some good times knocking upon your front door. It's the Richard Wilmore Show. at keeping plants alive uh, every year i buy basil and uh herbs and i'm like this is it i'm gonna plant them and then two weeks later they're dead so uh i wanted to invite you here to show everybody kind of how to do something and make it pretty and hopefully make it last a little bit longer than i can do so tell everybody introduce yourselves and tell everybody where you're from do you want to start here i'm uh riata robledo co-owner of the Judy's blooms and I'm Thea Judy, Judy Mellon. Love it. <laughs> and you're a new company here in San Antonio, yes? Yes, uh, barely getting started. We won't open for a little while, but we're just trying to get the name out there. And what made you decide to start? You had a garden full of flowers and you were like, we should sell these. Absolutely. I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> what it was. Uh, I mean, every time we made a bouquet, it just really um, sounded off with the people who get, we gave it to and it felt like the right thing to do. And you know, why not bring a little more sunshine to the south side? And they're so cute. The, the You've been posting, uh, and that's what drew me to them, because they're all so bright and they're fun, and I was like, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> so um, what are we doing here today? Today we're going to set up a bouquet, uh, maybe a couple of different ones, actually. We've got a couple of things we pulled from our home garden, as well as the flower farm itself. Um, we've got a couple varieties here, but we just wanted to put something together that um, would look nice in anybody's centerpieces. And are these all, I know nothing about anything, so these might be really weird questions. Um, are these yeah. like summer flowers, fall flowers? Is that a thing? There's definitely that. That's definitely okay. a thing. Okay. <laughs> but I think the zinnias, for the most part, the majority of what we have, I mean, they've been blooming like crazy since the start. Um, I want to say mid-spring, they kind of really started popping up, and they're still going strong wow. here into late fall. Um, so we'll see how they do. I'm sure the freeze will kind of let them die down. but And that, of course, depends on where in the country you are. Absolutely, yeah. South Texas, I mean, we really get a lot of the heat year-round. So um, they do really well. As long as you keep cutting them, they just really like to keep reproducing. Are there things that people can plant in the fall and winter here? Definitely. Um, a lot of different websites or just even if you look at the seed packets, it'll let you know when your planting season is, whenever mm -hmm. they're going to start blooming. Um, it even lets you know how deep and how far away from each other they need mm -hmm. to be planted. Um, but zinnias are a really great starter plant because they just produce and they look beautiful. They're, these are beautiful. So I'm excited to get them in vases. I'm gonna call them vases. <laughs> All right. Okay. What we like to do first is uh, separate them by color just to so we know what we're getting into. Okay. And I like to start with the biggest, the longest I have, which is this one. It's pretty. What is that? 
that one is a cosmos i think a cosmos yes yes that's what, I was right. that's what i was going to say and we always take off the leaves because the leaves are what not all the leaves just what's over in the bottom because that's what drinks most of the water and then mm. your flowers will end up dying faster oh so then you just continue in a little rhythm of course this has a lot of and you just pull cut. them off like that? And you just pull them off with you your just fingers? Pull them, yeah, oh. the flowers are a lot more uh, pliable than you think they would be. I used to be really like scared to touch them yeah. and I'm going to like rip them apart, but they really resist a lot. And I'm going to continue what she talks about. Okay. And we just continue to take them off because they would drink all that water and you end up with no water and dead frogs. Not the point of it. Not the point of it. At all. And you just keep going and keep turning around and you just pick what you like. I mean, it's kind of that easy, right? Simple. Hmm. People freak out and just want to stuff them. Don't stuff them. Just put them, keep going around and around. And then you can look, see what needs it. You see right here, it needs mm -hmm. some flowers. And you just keep going. What's the biggest like bouquet you've made so far? Uh, we actually had one that we just took a lot of the cuts of what we had going at the home garden and that, I mean, it filled up that entire jar. That was really nice to see. And we still have, I want to say, a good couple more um, blooms that are still just sitting around at the house. Um, really, it's just whatever day we kind of feel like they look like they're ready to be cut and we just, you know, do a mass cut on them. How big is your garden? Right now, oh my gosh, size-wise, I couldn't even tell you. I want to say a little bit smaller than a football field. Definitely smaller than a football oh field. Gosh. But with the different areas that we're going to keep growing and potting around, um, we're going to have a lot of space to be able to put a different varieties around the yard. I have a big yard. Huge. It sounds like it. Uh, two lots. My gosh. How, um, what's the plan then when you, like, where will you be selling these? How can people actually go order them or buy them or where will they be available? So right now, strictly online, uh, we've got our Instagram and Facebook where people can reach out to us and place an order. Uh, come springtime, once we're fully open, uh, we'll be able to have people actually come into the garden, look around. We'll have some interactive um, art spaces where they can come and take pictures at. Just where so TV shows can come and film. Yes, them. yes, absolutely. You can do live from the garden, yes. live from the farm. Um, but really, we're just excited to be able to, you know, have people kind of get into the ground and look at it and kind of see it as it grows. It's so, no pun intended, as it grows. <laughs> That's so pretty. Is there, like, depending on on the size of the container? Oh, that's a good can't. question. Thank you. <laughs> what's, what's the answer? Okay. The container has a lot to do with it. Yeah, you oh. see, this one has a little open, a little bitty open spot, mm -hmm. right? So you're not gonna get too much in there. So you gotta get the what blooms more like this would probably be pretty in there. And uh, you always try to go the same size, uh, long as it's the double size. Oh, okay. So about right there. Of course, right now we have a lot of different sizes and it might not be as long as we want it, but for now, this is what we have. It's good enough for my show. <laughs> Are you supposed to, I know like when you buy them, when you order them or whatever you get delivery, you're supposed to like cut them yeah, underwater and at an angle. Is that a real thing? Yeah, bias cut is preferred just so it gives it more availability to get the water into it. Um, with ours, we've found that if you change out the water daily, it lasts up to like mm. over a week and a half. I've seen them mm. up to two weeks and they still look 
somewhat lively versus, you know, with other you know, H-E-B bought flowers or store-bought flowers, you've got to add in the, the flower food, the powder into it. So These don't take any of it. We're completely organic. Um, no pesticides use at all. At all. Um, it really is just the earth and the flowers and um, makes it really beautiful to see that they're just locally made and not, you know, mass produced. This would be so cute uh, for like Thanksgiving on your table. Mm -hmm. And how easy. Yeah, we're moving into fall. So you kind of see a lot more of the gem tones kind of being used versus like summer. You just want really bright flowers, mm -hmm. a lot of green. Um, here now we're kind of moving into that area where you kind of like seeing a lot of that autumn scale and it just looks really nice together. That was coming up. I love that. I love I'm like the different heights. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I just wanted to add one so I can contribute. Can I add this one? <laughs> I like this one. Yes, the longer. Well, no, little, look at that. Isn't so it cute? cute? And we've got the zinnias growing in all different sizes. Sometimes they come right in these little buds oh, and sorry. other times they oh, come all fine. huge. I'll just try to make you room. Uh-oh. Just like that. And then, of course, right here looks kind of bare, right? So we're just going to add a little bit Put more. that up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Christmas tree. Like, there's always one part of the Christmas tree that doesn't look the best. No, we fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> and they will last. You just have to keep putting water in it. You don't have to do anything else. You just put water. Empty mm -hmm. it out and put more water. Every but day. I've heard um, little holistic ways, like adding in um, like sugar or honey, like natural sweeteners. Um, those, the flowers just absolutely, they drink it up. It'll help them just reinvigorate. Does water temperature matter at all? Cold? Warm? I heard cold water. From what I've been told, cold water is really good for them. It's like, who doesn't love a little bit of cold water right. in the morning? Um, so I think that definitely gives them that little shock that they need. But I've even heard with certain types of flowers, like hydrangeas and stuff like that, if you actually put the bloom itself into the water, it's direct to it. So it'll just soak mm. it up and reliven back up. Hope not that. Well, that's not going to fit too many in there. <laughs> that was the perfect answer to my question of how airy. many can you throw in a, in a vase? So they don't fit anymore. <laughs> breaking. That is to, I like this one, the way it's like curving out. Not, of I know. Are those so the cool. funnest ones when they actually have like a little bit of character to them and they just kind of go out their own way? This one we'll call airy. I, I love that we name them. You put a little bow in it and perfect. I love it. So when you started the business, like what, what's the goal? I mean, the or goal. Why did, well, like, why did you start it? You said before, kind of, that you wanted just sunshine everywhere and yeah. color for everyone. Absolutely. I mean, there's just a lot changing in the area that we live in, and just to be able to, um, you know, bring a business that doesn't take away from the land but actually adds to it. I mean, mm -hmm. that's really important, um, as well as being able to give, uh, you know, the community some engagement and being able to provide, uh, you know, adults and even children an outlet to be able to grow and to love gardening. I mean. How does that not benefit everybody? Right. And the bees love you, I'm sure. Absolutely. Oh, the my gosh. The bees and the oh, butterflies. We love pollinators. Beautiful. So it really has just been um, really peaceful to be able to be outside, be in the ground, and to work with it, and then just kind of see bees and hummingbirds and butterflies kind of just come in and enjoy it as well. I live in a busy street, and back there, it's like everything goes away. Just Can nice people see it from the street? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Luckily, we kind of want to be able to keep that yeah. separation from it. I mean, it, it's nice that, you know, once you kind of turn a corner, you're like, wow, where did I show up at? Where am I at? Um, so we really like that right now. Eventually, there'll be like a grander entrance. But for now, um, we're just still under construction. So we're beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, you should go buy your flowers from them. But let's say I am home and I like, 
maybe want to have a plant, what are your recommendations or your tips for newbies who kill every plant? They I have? mean, air plants are always the way to go. Are your succulents, are, uh, your yes. aloe vera. I mean, those are always a go-to. Um, but I'm a huge. Die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marking that down. That's okay. Good. Die yeah. and come back up. Um, but I'm just a huge proponent of the seniors. I mean, they really, they just show up and show out every single time. Look how full they get. There's a variety of them too. No two ever really look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but they just, they really do bring a lot of sunshine to your life. What about like seeds versus like going and, and like buying a plant at your local yeah, I mean, it, like, should you plant your own? If you want instant gratification, starters are the way to go. They're already there. They're already buds going. Um, but I mean, seeing something come from seed is yeah. totally different. That's your hands and the dirt. I mean, there's nothing that beats that. Uh, I mean, it just takes a lot of time and patience, but it's absolutely worth doing because you get a, a lot of more of a gratification out of it. And look how easy that was. I stood here and suddenly I have flower arrangements. Mm -hmm. Look at these. And they smell great. I know. They're so pretty. How can people best um, support you guys? I mean, we will always take donations, mm -hmm. but uh, Thea Judy Blooms um, on Instagram and Facebook, there's a great way to interact with us. We try to keep people really involved in what we're doing and what's going on at the farm. Um, it's definitely a lot more construction and um, updating before we're fully ready to be open to the public. But uh, just being able to get our name out there right now is just a big deal because once we're up and going, you know, it's hard to start once you're there yes once you're up and going you're not gonna have time to come hang out with me so i'm glad i got you now thank you so much for stopping by today thank, thank you, you. Yeah, of really course come back anytime we'll come back for valentine's day and make valentine's day flowers Ooh. perfect even from the garden that would be great we'll come to the garden yes yeah, i'm so excited all right thank you so much for being here we'll be uh right back after this hi wendy wright of the right fit and here are three easy eyeshadow hacks to save you a little bit of time. The first being, just pat on a little bit of tinted eye primer for a nice creamy effect. Number two, try a concealer that's about two shades darker than your natural skin tone, and it's gonna give your eyes a nice pop. And the last hack, number three, is if you want to add a little shimmer and a little glam, you could always try a jumbo eye pencil. So just draw on the color and gently pat it in with your ring finger, and you can also use it as liner. Thanks everyone for listening. You can reach me at wendy at therightfit.net. See you soon. Bye-bye. Wouldn't it be great if your business could have a commercial on TV? Now it can. Secure your Season 5 sponsorship by visiting richardwilmore.com. Advertise on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV by sponsoring The Richard Wilmore Show. Become a sponsor today. Go to richardwilmore.com now. We're back with AJ Smith. Hello, hello. Hello. Yay! I love when people are here and they can clap. Um... You said something right before we started filming that I loved and we were talking about hair color yeah. and like using like sort of your your outfits and your body as like art. And yeah. why do you do that? Oh, I do this because when I look in the mirror, then I'm like, oh, there I am. Because sometimes we're other people's images of us mm -hmm. and we it's like, oh, am I who they want me to be or who other people think I should be or am I who I am? And so um, sometimes people are like, oh, you dress like this for attention. It's like, I mean, I don't mind the attention, but I've been a mermaid. So I'm kind of like used to people being like, oh, 
there she, you know, yeah. but like in my legs, this just feels like me. I feel like my insides match my outsides. I know you said it matches your soul. Yeah, it matches my soul. And it makes me easy to find in the grocery store. <laughs> and that. They're like, hey, but yes. it, it feels like it's a reflection yeah. of me inside. Has it always been like that? Have you always been like colorful hair and colorful like spirit? Yeah, sort of. Yes. And no, it's actually in the book, which is cool. I have a whole chapter on this. Yes. Not that this is a plug or anything. No, it is. This is why you're here. This is why people come on talk shows is to plug yeah. things. And I'll, here, this let me do that right now. But it's called Red Thread. Yeah. Weaving an Embodied Life of Joy. Yes. Yeah. But like, so I used to think that to dress the way you wanted, you had to like be 55 years old and just like IGGAF, you mm -hmm. know, just like doesn't matter. I do what I want. You know, I take up all of the space. Yep. And I remember I was talking to my aunt because she has these cool boots and fabulous jackets. And she always wore bright red lipstick or burgundy lipstick. And I was like, how do you how do you do the things like how do you take up space? Aren't you afraid mm. of people being like, oh, you're too much or like you need to tone down because I got told that. And so I was just like, OK, yeah, cool. Totally. You know, yeah. and then I was like, but when I'm 50, when I'm 55, when I'm 60, because there's this thing called advanced style and it's absolutely fabulous. And it's these older people that just live their best lives. Have you seen those documentaries? And yes, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's yeah. going to be me. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be you. Just like, give me some time. And she's like, no, AJ, you could die tomorrow. Like you could die tomorrow. And then you're going to be like buried in these boring clothes that you hate. And you're like, I don't feel like me, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like, you should dress the way you want to now like live as a permission giver mm. for other people. And I was like, oh, I can do that. And she's like, yes. And then I was like, done. And then the next day I was like, never mind. Just mm. kidding. This is, but I like slowly built up. And so it was like clip-ins with like purple, blonde to purple ombre. And then I had like wigs and then I'd slowly like, these were gray boots. And then I was like, oh, these don't match anything in my wardrobe. So <laughs> I had to paint them. Um, so it's just been like little things and following more people that show up in a way that's aligned and integrity with who they are mm. also feels like it's giving me permission to do so. Do you feel the same? Like, yes. I mean, cause look at yes. your area around you, like this is effervescent with yes. goodness and joy. Yes. That's what I needed to create that. And that's what I need. I need this in order to like do what I'm supposed to do <sighs> and feel the way I'm supposed to feel like this yeah. feels like I wish I could live here. Yes. This used to be in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so I did live with it. Like, yeah. and I loved like sitting around in like all the color and all like, yes. How did that change? Did that, did that change like the way people started treating you? And then also like, how did that sort of change your own, like the way you moved in the world? Yeah. Oh, I love that phrase. Oh, I said something similar a while back and people were like, AJ, people don't talk like that. And oh. I was like, my people talk like that. <laughs> yes. So people who are just like, yes, like let's live in alignment mm -hmm. with our souls. I think, so I became a mermaid eight years ago. And this relates to this because, um, and I say that as like, I, I bought a tail. And so I do mermaid parties for any kids who are watching. It's totally magical. I transform and all that jazz. But I do like birthday parties. And so I have over the top work so that when I show up in my daytime, my human time, as I call it, um, life like this people are like oh she aj can do this because she's a mermaid oh like she can wear the things she wants because she's a mermaid mm -hmm. oh she can do this because she can wear whatever and it was almost like the i wish i could have that but i can't because i'm not her because i'm not doing her job because i'm not like that mm. 
And so it was interesting because then I get the tool to be like, hey, yes. And this is me in my human time, not just my, like, you can do this too. And so for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I don't want blue hair. But I've always wanted to like pierce my nose or I don't want to be a mermaid, but I'd always love to like make desserts. And so I'd be like, you can, like, I was, I was the Aunt Holly being like, hey, here's your permission slip. Go do the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's been really neat seeing people come back and be like, hey, I got the, like, do you see this little pink strip of purple? Or they'd be like, oh, like, look at my, like, I painted some shoes the other day. And they'd like put glitter on the bottoms or just something. So it's, it's been neat because people look and then it makes them think like, if she can do that and she's not an advanced style, yeah. like she's young, like me maybe I could do that too. Or like, she's a mill spouse like me or she's X, Y, Z. Like, yeah. So it's been neat because people think, and then they're like, Oh, I love that. And it's like, you can also have this. Yeah. That's what, an unlimited resource that's, of joy. That's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like people would come up and be like, I just painted my shoes and then like run away from you. And it, like, that's it. Like that they just, really happens. yeah. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Of course. And it feels a little illicit sometimes. And I'm like, this isn't a backroom deal. Like, Especially like if you didn't hear what they said, you're like, excuse yeah, me, what? Yeah. yeah. But it, I think because we've been taught that our joy has to come along with suffering or like we have to prove that we're worthy of joy. And so sometimes it does feel illicit mm-hmm. to just be happy in the moment. And this isn't a cutting off of emotions, which we also talk about, but like an allowance of allowing yourself to feel good for no other mm. reason than just because you can, because yeah. something makes you happy. Yeah. If it makes you happy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have the license to that song, so don't sing it. Oh, that's true. It. I'm but, so sorry. Yeah. But I think like one us. line is fine. Yeah. Is that where, is that then when you were like, I need to write a book? Like where did the idea yeah. for the book come from? The book came from, do you know about the concept of red tents? No. Okay. So there's this an idea a long time ago that when women had their periods, they were like unclean and like bad, like separate. And so women across the world in different places um, either have menstrual huts or moon lodges, and there's different variations on this, right? And some are healthy and some are not so healthy. There was a lady named Anita Demont who wrote a book called Red Tent, The Red Tent. And it's about this idea when women went in these spaces, but it was a place to breathe and share their stories Mm. and encouragement and like rest. And everybody across the world was like, where are our places to breathe and rest and recoup? Because a lot of times for women, we go, 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 and we never stop. And so I started one. I started a red tent in Germany. There's thousands across the world. And when people would move away, they'd be like, AJ, there's no red tent near me. There's no spaces near me that I can bring my whole self and I can be welcome and I can breathe and I can talk about all of the things, mind, body, soul, sexually, womb, like the amount of trauma women, but like all people shove is a lot. Mm -hmm. And especially for women and femme folk, we don't talk a lot about menstruation and periods and sex and all of the things, right? And so talking about that is really freeing. And so I wanted to write this book for people to be able to create their own sacred spaces wherever they go so that they don't have to feel alone with their stories anymore. Because how many times did a woman or anybody share a story and somebody else is sitting in the room and they're like, oh my gosh, this happened to me too. And like, if she's not crazy, if I don't think it was her fault, maybe it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's just like the, you just feel the shame kind of just like melt off of people when you're in community and you're being vulnerable and sharing. And so I also wanted to share some fun mermaid stories. So it's a mix of both. <laughs> a little know? bit for them and a little bit <laughs> yeah, for you yeah, too. Yeah. When did, let, tell us about being a mermaid and what that's like. Yeah. And how much fun that must be. Mm. Did you ever want to be 
Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Ariel. Of course. Yes. I hear you. Yeah. Because, like, she's got a tail and she can breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yes. Um, I always wanted to be a mermaid growing up. Like, every birthday, I was like, I don't even, like, need to breathe underwater. Just the fins would be great. Like, every birthday until I was 23. And even on my 23rd birthday, I got a cupcake and I blew and, like, made my wish. And I finished a mermaid book. And I was like, oh, I need... New, I need a new book, right? Because, like, you can't not have a book you're reading. And I came across an article about a professional mermaid. I was like, you can be a mermaid <laughs> and people will pay you When they it. said I could be whatever I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't actually yeah. believe them. I was like, okay, like, I'll do something else. And um, so I was a theater major and a nonprofit minor. And so I got a tail. There's tail makers. And so there's there's a whole spectrum of mermaidness in the world. So there's like hobbyists and there's performers and there's professionals, like people get paid to perform. And then there's other kin who feel like in their soul, there's, they are mm. mermaid. Um, and so it's, there's just a whole world of us. And so then people made mermaid tails out of silicone and sequins and neoprene and fabric. And so I got a tail made and I was like, what? And so I like sketched up my tail and I was like, and she's like, you know, give me your money and I'll trade your tail. And it was like my own deal with the witch, except I got to keep <laughs> all of the things, you know, I get to transform at will. Um, the pain is very real though. When you take your feet out, cause have you ever swam in fins? I don't even know how to swim. So no, okay. especially not in. That's totally fins. fair. Yeah. You're, you're like human elf life. Totally rad. <laughs> um, but like, you know, the like by fins that mm -hmm. people swim in. And so mermaids, they swim in a monofin. So both our feet slip in. But if your feet are like this, like that, um, for an hour or two, your muscles, cool. Yeah. So you take them off and you like take off, transform. Out right. of the, you're just like, oh. So like the aerial pain is real when you're walking after. Ow. But I have like permanent scarring on my feet from like my very first tail because it would like cut into my feet. So it was like, is this the price you are willing to pay? Felt a little bit like the godfather, you know. Like, <laughs> How many tails do you have? I have owned three mm. yeah that's so interesting <laughs> i don't know why i had trouble counting but i imagine yeah. them like hanging like yeah. like pants in your closet yes well it's like a it's like a rack so it's like the l hooks like okay. this and then the monofin sits on top oh. so she's just like queenly displayed of course on the wall which is cool other yeah. people put them in the closet she used to live in the closet on the floor because i didn't know about the l hook life yet but yeah, it's magical. It's absolutely amazing. It feels like, have you ever looked at the stars and you just had this moment of like, like in mm -hmm. this moment, everything is right in the world. Mm -hmm. So when you put on a tail and you're swimming in the ocean or in like the water, everything gets really quiet and you can like feel your heartbeat thrum. And if you're at the ocean, even more so, because you can hear like the ocean's heartbeat and like you can hear like people laughing or shouting or doing whatever but in that moment you're just like slicing through the water and the like everything's flying past you and you feel it on your hands like when the wind pocahontas style mm -hmm. like, touches you and you're just like and it feels like your whole body breathes and then if you're doing a party you have that moment underwater and then you come up and the kids are like laughing and asking you questions and they believe that the magic is real yeah. because in our world like we get so focused on every day and paying bills like we get worn down and especially the adults like yeah i do parties for kids but like i think it's a lot for the adults too mm -hmm. to say like hey like the magic isn't dead yet like there's still opportunities and so to see kids come back alive and be like i didn't know this was possible like i didn't know 
and to teach them to call it in the ocean and teach them, you know, they put a wish into a mermaid crystal at the end. I tell them, sometimes our wishes don't come true. Sometimes we have to work hard for our wishes, you know, but But to give that possibility of permission. Yeah. That's mm. what being a mermaid is. Yeah. Like. And to see like adults sort of be a kid for a minute and yeah. like have that like energy. Yeah. yeah. That could be so fun. Where can people get the book and who would you say the book is for? Yeah. So people can buy the book anywhere online books sold, which is wild. I didn't know I was going to be at Target until like launch day. And somebody's like, oh, yeah, um, I just left a review at Target.com. And I'm like, I'm sorry. For what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, and yeah, so but if they want a signed copy, they can buy from my site, which is thejoyweaver.com. And um, but yeah, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, all that jazz. And the book, it's written for women and femme folk. And I have had men read this book and they're just like, I didn't even think about this stuff because mm -hmm. we're not having the conversation with men about emotional support and integrity of alignment in their bodies. Like that's being very much like a woman femme centered space. But we need to have these conversations with everybody yeah. because when we're all in alignment and we're acting in integrity, then we're not lashing out or like having our heart wounds, you know, places that we've believed lies be like, come at us. And we're can, we can talk at an even level because we have the tools to do so. So I think this book is for anybody who wants to cultivate sacred space within their souls and within their community. Um, because yes, I lead red tents with this, but I also lead the Joy Guild which, with this, which is a membership group for all genders. And then we're going to start having red thread tents here in San Antonio Ooh. for all genders too. And so we're just going to switch monthly because I think having that femme centered space is really important to talk about everything. But I think creating a, a bigger conversation of allowance to be vulnerable in a sober space where you're owning all your words and you're asking for what you need um, is really game changing. Wow. Yeah. I want you to come back. Yes, I would love All to. the time because I, I feel like we have a lot to talk about. The book is called Red Thread Weaving an Embodied Life of Joy. Yeah. Go to her website as well. And so you gave us a, a, a signed of copy of this I that did. we can give away to someone on Instagram. So make sure you like this we post. Yes, go on Instagram and learn how you can uh, win a signed copy of that. Agent yes. Smith. This has been a pleasure. It has. I love having you here. Thank Come you. to every taping, please. I could do every other. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Thank you so much. My I'm Stacy Anden, Master Life Coach, Lover of Life, and I am here to take a moment with you today. So, so often the world right now is busy and spinning and lots of things going on. So if you just take five seconds with me, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, breathe in, breathe out, and allow yourself to be in this moment. That you can do anytime, whether you're driving, not with your eyes closed, obviously, but driving anywhere you are where you're feeling a little bit out of sorts, come back in and take that five seconds. Have a beautiful day. It's the Richard Wilmore Show.